my day-to-day has changed a bit, but even with everything that's going on, the biggest lesson learned is to remain flexible because there are constant changes. I mean, we come into work and the patient load is higher. So we have to change staffing. There's different policies and protocols in place with testing and PPE. And it's a constant day-to-day change. I mean, they were shutting down elective surgeries at our place right now. And then we have to uh, put that staff somewhere else. It's, it's pretty constant with the change, but I'm so grateful to work with an amazing leadership team that really looks at it from all angles and facilitates kind of the best way for everyone within the organization. Your network is your net worth. Come listen to some of the most successful people I know. Share invaluable knowledge, stories, and advice in real estate, business, and beyond. This is Weiss Advice. Whether you want to take your business or personal life to the next level, look no further. Welcome back to Weiss Advice. I am your host, Yona Weiss, and it gives me Tremendous pleasure to introduce the net worth nurse to you. So if you don't know who the net worth nurse is, she's not just a nurse. She's actually a real estate investor as well and helping others in the medical profession passively invest in real estate. So it gives me a lot of pleasure to introduce Savannah Arayos. Savannah, tell me a little bit about how you went from being a nurse to being the net worth nurse. Yes. (laughs) Yona, thank you so much for having me. I'm really stoked to be here. A little bit about my background. For those who are are watching, she's already got the scrubs on, right? She's ready to go. (laughs) She's full in apparel, right? I (laughs) got to head to the hospital after this. So yeah, this is, this is my, um, my dress code. I, I grew up in Sacramento. I went to Sacramento State and got my nursing degree up there and then worked in a couple of different specialties within nursing and healthcare, went back to school and got my master's degree in leadership and administration. And then I moved down to Los Angeles, California. And right now I oversee multiple departments in a hospital down here in LA. It was when I was on maternity leave with my second daughter that I started looking into different ways to start investing our money, my husband and I. Uh, We both work full-time gigs. We wanted to start looking for ways to make our money work for us. And we stumbled upon real estate. It's everywhere. It's one of the best ways to do that. So we started digging into all the different techniques and strategies within real estate. And we started with single family homes, but then shortly after we switched into multifamily. And since then we've been investing in multifamily deals across the U.S. Awesome. That's amazing. So what was the I guess most creative thing that you've done so far in that, in that space. I think launching a brand, launching the net worth nurse. I think with that in building a business, it took a lot of creativity to, you know, kind of, it's fun, pick out colors and pick out your font and pick out your name and kind of do that stuff. Like the whole image. I mean, it requires a lot of creativity to do that for sure. Well, yeah, it does. And it pays off. I mean, we we're talking about before the, you know, the power of personal branding, it, it just is so incredible. So it's one thing to be a real estate investor, right? And taking your hard-earned money and, and investing it so it can work for you. But it's a whole nother thing to then bring on investors. And to do that, you really, you really do need that brand. People need to relate to you, not just, okay, I can invest with 100 different real estate firms or, or whatever investment opportunities. What makes you different? What makes you stand out? 
Yep, exactly. I mean, even from the consumer side of things, I mean, people remember Starbucks and McDonald's and Chipotle. I mean, we see it everywhere, just the logos and brands that we know as consumers. So yeah, it was very important to get something that stuck. Yeah, absolutely. So now that you are the net worth nurse, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, do you see yourself continuing uh, full-time in the uh, the medical field uh, or making real estate a full-time gig at a certain point? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think when we started out on this journey, it was more to have the flexibility to leave the full-time job down the road if I wanted to. I love nursing. I went into it because I love it. I love working with people. I don't do a lot of patient care now. I'm more in administration and management, and I love working with my team to meet goals and get things done and problem solve. And that brings me so much fulfillment. So it'd be hard to imagine leaving that right now. I also love being able to go to work and connect with people. I know that a lot of people are working from home right now. And honestly, I don't know how they're doing it. I love being able to go in and talk face-to-face to to people and patients and my caregivers. So it it would be hard to imagine giving it up, but I'm working on the real estate to have that as an option later. Okay. And that's fair. I mean, listen, to have a job that you love and you enjoy going to work every day. I mean, I really think that's, that's an extremely important part of our lives. You know, people talk about leaving the nine to five and, and getting to because of the grind and because of corporate America, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not you, right? That's you're, you're not really in that same predicament. And I, I think it's important to be able to have those options, but if you love what you do, like, why not continue it? Right. Exactly. So this year has been, obviously the past year has been crazy with, you know, we're already almost a year into this whole COVID uh, craziness and you being in the medical field. I mean, literally going into the hospital every day. What's that been like? I mean, just from someone on the front lines. And first of all, thank you for for being there and, you know, for your team and instructing them. But what's it been like? Just from the it, front lines. It's crazy. In Los Angeles right now, it's it's the hottest it's been. It's in, insane down here in SoCal in Los Angeles where I'm at. But throughout the whole time, I've worked in a couple of different positions over this last year. And so my my day-to-day has changed a bit, but even with everything that's going on, the biggest lesson learned is to remain flexible because there are constant changes. I mean, we come into work and the patient load is higher. So we have to change staffing. There's different policies and protocols in place with testing and PPE. And it's a constant day-to-day change. I mean, they were shutting down elective surgeries at our place right now. And then we have to uh, put that staff somewhere else. It's, it's pretty constant with the change, but I'm so grateful to work with an amazing leadership team that really looks at it from all angles and facilitates kind of the best way for everyone within the organization. No, that's, I'm, listen, you, you're blessed to have that because uh, I've, I've seen, and I know other people who are on the front lines and people in hospitals all over the country, and it's not necessarily the same, like, no, mm-hmm. not at all. And so it's good to have that support and to be able to, to work in that kind of uh, environment. Yes. Well, awesome. So moving, you know, kind of switching gears a little bit. I, I know you, you said you moved into multifamily. That's a hot topic uh, on mm-hmm. our podcast. We talked to a lot of people in the real estate, uh, specifically multifamily. Uh, what's, you know, what was that like? I mean, I know you invested in a 12 unit property recently uh, yeah. up in Oregon. And obviously, mm-hmm. that, you know, there's a lot of factors to that. Right? Number one, you're out of state. Yeah. Number two, it's a larger property, but not that big that it you know, necessarily can warrant a full-time uh, 
property manager. So, so how are you handling that? We're having investment property out of state of that size. Yes. So our single family homes were out of state too. So we got a kind of a taste of that when we first started even investing in real estate, just because the price point to entry here in Los Angeles is high. And we wanted to make our money stretch for us. And although you can make real estate work here in SoCal, we wanted to kind of check out different markets. So we were investing our single family homes in Atlanta, Georgia. And then when we went down, decided to go down the multifamily route, we were still looking in that market, but then other markets as well. So the thing it forced us to do is put systems in place. So we were vetting out a very good property manager and relying on them to achieve the business strategy and the business plan within our multifamily properties, even our single family homes. Um, it took a lot of interviewing, asking the right questions, making me felt comfortable with those people that are going to be running out the day to day. And then we mm -hmm. keep that conversation going. We touch base with those people on a very regular basis, at least while they're implementing pretty heavy parts of our value add business strategy. And then in terms of kind of going down the syndication route, as we were looking into multifamily, the opportunity that that presents is it allows a lot of investors to come together and pool their resources to buy these bigger deals. So a syndication is exactly that people pulling together their capital to take down a larger building, which in a, it has lower risk, but higher rewards, usually for the most part on these larger buildings. And that was something that we wanted to get into. We felt like we knew people who wanted to invest in real estate. And now we get to provide these people with the opportunity to invest in real estate because they don't have to do the day of the day, you know, the nitty gritty of buying a place, financing it, doing the renovation and all that. So people can still get into real estate and achieve some of the returns that real estate has to offer without having to do that day to day. Right. For sure. And are you partnering with others, other sponsors or other groups doing that? Or are you guys uh, just kind of solo heading the show? Yeah, we did our first deal solo. Um, we definitely networking has been huge for us over the last six months. So we've met people all over the country investing in multifamily and just kind of keeping the conversation going, um, talking to people who are doing similar things or have similar goals in mind and keeping open to different partnerships and kind of strategic relationships moving forward for sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, like you said, pooling resources, there, there's so many layers of that. Yes. That especially if you want to go really big, you kind of have to partner with certain people, uh, you know, in the right time, in the right place, obviously, if it fits with your business plan and with your common goals. So yeah, I think that's, a, that's an important point. A lot of people think that you have to go all in, right? You have to do it on your own. You have to jump in. I think there's a lot of important points here when we're think, talking about real estate investing. And I love the opportunity to speak with people like you who've kind of done that, you know, kind of jumped in out of state, right? That's a big hurdle for a lot of people. Yeah. What if I can't, you know, I have to, you have to be able to delegate. And I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but probably uh, one of the skills as a leader in what you're doing in healthcare, you're able to kind of translate that. Like for me, it's difficult to delegate because I'm the type of person that I kind of like to be in control. I like to do things I like to see how they're going, but for you, that's really part of your skill set in your day to day. So I, I think that's just my assumption that that kind of translates and, and plays over. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. I love that you brought that up because it was honestly one of the points that 
drove us towards multifamily syndications in the first place as we were researching and looking what it took to perform this real estate transaction it was a lot of similarities to what i do in a day-to-day -day in terms of operations overseeing uh, a lot of different moving pieces um, different components in terms of business so it was very similar and i think that just goes to show anyone who's getting into real estate there's so many different strategies and niches that you can get into and i think there's different strategies for different people. I mean, originally we were looking to do the Burr method, which is where you buy a property, renovate it, rent it out, refinance and repeat, if anyone hasn't heard of it. And it's a way to kind of make your capital stretch for you. And we were originally wanting to do that across the country. And then as we were researching it, we were like, mm, we don't really feel super comfortable doing this. And not that people don't make it work. People make it work everywhere. Just for us and our comfort level, it was like, okay, that's maybe not a strategy or niche that we want to do. And then we were drawn way more to multifamily syndications. Absolutely. And so there's, I mean, obviously there's multiple uh, opportunities within the real estate industry, within the real estate investing community, so many different ways. So let's, let's kind of change, change subject, if you don't mind, because real estate is something we talk about a lot. I don't get mm -hmm. a chance to talk to people right in the healthcare, you know, business so much, but being the net worth nurse, okay, you, you obviously are branding yourself being a nurse. Okay. That's something to me that uh, is intriguing because, you know, when you look, you go to a hospital and obviously, like you said, you're doing more administrative. So you have mm -hmm. a whole team under you and running that, but running multiple teams. So it can be not much different than, um, you know, any type of uh, corporate, you know, structure where you have kind of management and you're, you're running teams. But, but you said you went into the medical field, you know, specifically because you love that and you love giving back. So what is it about that medicine, the medical field uh, for you? that you love so much? I, I originally, I knew even in high school that I wanted to be a nurse. I just, it was something, a career that I started looking up, just the way, the way that people respected and valued nurses within communities. It just really appealed to me. There's so much autonomy yet flexibility within healthcare. I mean, you could do per diem, part-time, nighttime, day shift. You could be a school nurse. You could work as a flight nurse. You can work in the ER and the OR. There's so many different avenues that you could go down. And so for me, I mean, being young out of high school, going into college, it was like, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I was knew that if I could go into nursing, that I could go into a subspecialty that I knew I ended up like loving. And initially when I went back and got my master's in leadership and administration, it was because I was just naturally taking kind of leadership roles within as, as a floor nurse, you know, doing projects, being the charge nurse. Occasionally, um, I realized other nurses were coming to me to help them kind of problem solve things. And then as I've gone into the administrative side, I mean, my day to day really involves problem solving. I mean, I do it all day. I mean, if it's for physicians coming to me with a problem that they're having, I'm helping them with that. If it's caregivers, if it's with patients, anything, I mean, it could be with their benefits or it could be with a difficult patient. It could mm. be behavior. I mean, it, anything that you can think of that a problem that goes wrong within a business or healthcare, I'm helping my staff and physicians and patients kind of problem solve that. And I love it. I mean, it's, it's really why I keep doing it and it brings me so much joy and work. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that's, that's the important important part, right? To, to be, to love what you do, enjoy what you do. Uh, and obviously the healthcare industry is something where people go in and they put in so much uh, faith and so much um, dependence on caregivers. 
So it's a role that you kind of have to take a leadership in because there's so many people depending on you, uh, whether it's the patients, their families, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of communications going on uh, between them, especially nowadays. There's so much, I, I don't know for you, but, but I've seen a lot personally that, you know, families were not able to, to come in. And, and so there's yeah. a lot of limitations on that. So, which, mm-hmm. which left people feeling even more dependent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, t- the value you have as a nurse to be with those patients in the difficult times. I mean, that's what made it stick for me. I started out as a nurse on an oncology floor and just being with patients in their final moments and being able to care for them and provide for them and give them that comfort that they were searching for when they're really sick and in pain and hurting, being able to give that to someone and the appreciation, usually not always on the other end of it. It just, it's, it's so valuable. Yeah. You see uh, people in your hospital, or I know you had mentioned before that, you know, you're being the net worth nurse, right? You're bringing together other people in the medical profession to invest with you. Is that something that you're actively kind of talking to people with at work? Do you have any sort of, uh, you know, group that you put together or anything like that? Because I know others have done that. Yeah, definitely. I I think when you get into real estate, if you talk to anyone who's kind of dug into it, it's pretty, it comes up in almost every conversation I have with people. I mean, I'm so juiced on it. My husband and I, we, we love it. So inevitably it kind of comes up in conversations, especially with, with people at work. Yes. Um, I think interestingly, people are always looking for ways to either generate more income or to kind of create that time freedom to make their money work for them. It's kind of, it's a, it's a pain point for a lot of people. And I think if you bring it up in a way where it's kind of comparing investing real estate naturally to like a retirement fund, because that's really all people know. And if they, I mean, it comes up in conversation that, and then when I share that, I don't honestly invest a lot of money in that. I invest the majority of my money in real estate. It's kind of like, oh, really? Like people just have follow-up questions after that. So, and in terms of grouping together and networking, yes, I love social media and it's given me a huge opportunity to connect with other physicians out there doing it, um, other uh, nurses doing kind of similar things. I haven't found anyone doing like specifically real estate, but other like financial tools. And I love connecting with those people and kind of seeing like, okay, how are you guys getting in front of people? Just kind of the marketing side of things, like where they're going with their business and kind of what they're doing with it. That's, that's my biggest source of kind of connecting with people right now. And then even in our syndication deal that we had, I had a nurse and a physical therapist invest with us. And it just, it's so awesome to be able to provide those opportunities to people who otherwise wouldn't have even known that they existed. Yeah, for sure. No, that's, that's really cool. Um, There's, because like you said, social media has kind of bridged the gap uh, mm-hmm. across the country, you know, for a lot of us, you know, myself included, that you can reach anyone anywhere at this point. And um, yeah. it's an, it, especially when you have done what, you, what, what you've done, which is um, branding yourself. And so people immediately recognize you and see that hey, there's something, there's someone doing something very similar, right? But they're mm-hmm. different, okay? They're mm-hmm. already like, you know, already standing out in a different way. So I, I, I appreciate that. And I love that. And the fact that there are others out there like you, that probably gives um, an opportunity to collaborate in different ways as well. I, I believe there's someone called the real estate physician. Have you heard of her? 
Okay, no, not that one. But there's like passive income and D, and there's right. a, there's a couple other like there's the white glove uh, network or something like that. White coat investors, uh huh. Investors, yep. that's what it is. Okay, yeah. There's a, a young woman, Cherry. I think Cherry is her name. She's in Texas. She's the real estate physician. I think she has a podcast. I've spoken okay. to her once or twice. I haven't got her on the show yet, but maybe uh, to make that connection because there are other right. people, other people doing the, these things, and there's you know incredible collaboration when you yeah. see uh, when you see like things like that happen. But that's, you know, it's, it's great to see. And I appreciate the time. I want to, you know, jump right into the final four over here, um, which is four questions we ask all of our guests. First question is what is the worst job that you ever had? I'm okay. I'm not going to say like worst job, but coming into this real estate thing, I was trying to develop my website and kind of do some of my marketing uh, stuff and my IT stuff. And as I was sitting down trying to do my website, I almost threw my laptop out the window. I was so frustrated with it. I was not built to code. I'm pretty IT savvy and I could not figure it out for the life of me. So that was something I quickly learned that I need to outsource. And I mean, the beautiful thing about the world now, I mean, there's Fiverr. I ended up hiring someone on Fiverr to quickly do it. And that was just something I learned pretty quickly that doing the IT type stuff for my business, I'm going to have to outsource. No, that's great. You know, there's challenges. We all have this. And, you know, it's, it's good that you recognize that pretty quickly because a lot of us, uh, and I guess that's true about any job, right? If you're, if you're doing something and you realize, hey, this is not for me, get out of it. And in your situation, find someone else to help you. Yes. That's yeah. great advice. Second question, what is a book you've read that's given you a paradigm shift? Yes. I'm going to say grit by Angela Duckworth. That was something I read kind of straight out of high school and college. And I was kind of just going through some difficult stuff in my life. And that book just reminded me and instilled in me to keep moving forward, to withstand the grit and hardships come, but, you know, succumb and overpass them and proceed. And it just, it's, it's built a huge foundation of a lot of what I do now. I mean, business can be hard. There are a lot of roadblocks and hurdles that you need to overcome. And that book just always kind of reminded me to keep moving forward. Oh, that sounds sounds great. Haven't read that one yet. We'll definitely put that in the show notes and, uh, and add that to the list, which is <laughs> something great. I got you know all these guests uh, every week and so many books. Just the the list keeps keeps piling up. So I love it. Add that one to it. Third question: What is a skill or talent that you would like to learn? <sighs> Hmm. I would say maybe kind of the IT stuff. I would like to do it. I, I just like mastering different aspects of my business. I think it's good to kind of have a basic understanding of it. So I do seek out when I have someone else doing it. I mean, the awesome thing about even the real estate community is I've hopped on podcasts with other people. And um, in terms of the marketing thing, they're willing to kind of share their secrets and give me tips. And that's the great thing about connecting with other entrepreneurs that if you don't necessarily have a skill set or something that you're kind of struggling with, there's people in this community and really just even within business and entrepreneurs that'll that'll really share you and kind of walk you through it so sure yeah and i found you know whether it's through uh these private facebook groups of yeah. other real estate people and things like that it's just incredible and i find from, from linkedin for me i mean linkedin is is a resource more than anything because there's just so many people i mean i learn so much yes from, from that but you know it's like those connections as well like if there's something that i don't want to do 
I'll find someone that can do it. And yeah. you know, like there's, sure, there's Fiverr, there's Upwork, but you know, there's oftentimes real professionals, professionals who can uh, get it done and uh, connecting with them is a really great you know, opportunity. Yes. So for, for the final question for you today is what does success mean to you? Success for me is just really time freedom. That was honestly why my husband and I got into real estate investing. After we had our second daughter, we sat down and got super specific on our why and our five-year, 10-year goals and kind of backtracked. I mean, we set 10-year goals and looked at what we needed to do at five years to make it get done. And then what we needed to do at three years and at one year, what we needed to be doing on a monthly and daily basis to get to our point of um, time freedom. And it's really allowed us to kind of have a clear understanding of what we want to be doing on a day-to-day to reach our goals, but also our why and being able to have that flexibility with our family and our two young daughters and not necessarily work full-time jobs forever, but create this passive income and this other investing income source through real estate has just been very powerful for us. That's awesome. That's really what it's all about. You know, and as long as you know what it is that you're, uh, you know, what's driving you, I think you got it figured out. And, and that's important that obviously you and your husband doing it together. That's huge. So, you know, you're very blessed in that regard and you should continue yes. to be so. Where can our listeners find you? or reach out to you if they want to. Yes. The net worth nurse under all social media handles. So that's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. I'm under the net worth nurse. That's also my website. You can email me at Savannah at the net worth nurse.com. I love connecting with other real estate uh, professionals. If anything I said jumped out to you or stuck or seems interesting, please reach out to me. I- I'd love to talk to you. Awesome. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for today's uh, conversation and spending the time early in the morning before the morning shift <laughs> in your scrubs, ready to go. Yeah. It's all with the branding. So I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, Yes. It's, it's been uh, my pleasure. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. And hopefully we can do it again sometime. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. Once again, remember the best advice comes only when you ask. Real quick, I have one question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask you a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message to the whole world is that if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this podcast is out on is that you like my stuff and I'm doing something right. So take a few seconds out of your day, hit that subscribe button, leave a rating review. I would be extremely grateful. Also, I want to hear from you guys. So I want to hear some feedback. If you have any questions for future episodes, please find me on LinkedIn. Send me a DM, a connection request, Yona Weiss, and I'd love to hear from you.